0: Ladies and gentlemen, leaders and fighters for freedom and liberty and the American dream, the best is yet to
1: come.
2: Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on?
3: Man, I woke up today and just tears of joy because I saw that Rest in Piss, Rush Limbaugh, Henry Kissinger... (laughs) And uh, Satan, we're all trending on Twitter at the same time. And I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> something good happens." And I right. was like, come on, come on, let's, g- let's get a twofer. Let's get Kissinger and Rush Limbaugh the same fucking day. And <laughs> no such luck, unfortunately. No, it was just
2: everyone wishing Kiss- Kissinger would, would follow his, uh, oh follow his friend.
3: I, I literally tweeted out rest and, rest and piss RL. Kissinger batter up before I even noticed that those were trending, and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" You know, because uh, apparently, you know, like all of us Bernie Bros who only learned about Kissinger after Bernie Sanders mentioned him while he was debating Hillary Clinton, uh, so now we're all obsessed with Henry Kissinger. Um, yeah, no, it, it was you know, and then immediately I, I was I posted the the um, Bill Hicks clip of uh, talking about Rush Limbaugh uh, being a scat muncher and. Uh, eating Robert Bush's <laughs> feces uh, in a hot tub in order to, to get hard enough to uh, ejaculate a maggot that runs off to join a pro-life group. I posted that clip on our Facebook page. Go listen to that if you uh, haven't had enough thrill That's and great. joy in your day. Uh, so, yeah, it's a couple days after uh, Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day, if you want to be technical, uh, or as I call it, the <laughs> 302nd... Anniversary of the killing of Captain James Cook, <laughs> a British <laughs> colonial asshole. Who, you know, he's he's still like he wasn't doing like genociding and you know he wasn't doing like the Christopher Columbus just you know enslaving people and chopping off the, the feet of everyone that didn't want to work for free you know, um, but he was still just like a total fucking asshole. He went to Hawaii several times and. <clears throat> you know hawaii didn't really have any natural resources to exploit but it was still kind of like the only place to stop in the middle of the giant fucking ocean so they were like hey we're just gonna come here and like we want food and give us you know here, here's some iron nails and we want like some of your prostitutes like let's right. trade that shit and the, just the a guy, regular garden variety colonizer not not like right. the hardcore right slaver any colonizers free- so they they killed them they killed him on Valentine's Day in 1779 and I you know I always forget this and then it had you know it always like a, a holiday happens and they're like oh here's the other thing that happened today <laughs> and and I was like but why they kill him though I don't I don't you know I don't know the exact circumstances and I was you know start reading and it was like so he, he like the locals had a beef with him just kind of waltzing in there and kind of doing whatever the fuck you wanted and they were kind of like hey guy like. To take a hike uh and then he, he so he left and then like the main mast of his ship got broken somehow so they came back and they were like hey guy like uh we told you not to come back and uh so to to make their point they stole one of his skiffs you know like one of like the little boats they come to the shore from the big boat with right. and he's like oh you stole my boat i'm gonna steal your king so he waltzed back in there, and he tried to like he physically grabbed the wrist of the, the king. And they have lots of chiefs, but they had like one king. They and on Wikipedia is referred to as like the king of Hawaii. And the king was so chill; he was like, "Hey, where are we going? Where are you taking me?" Like I, he, like he he wasn't worried about his own safety because he didn't right. didn't understand like what kidnapping was. And <laughs> as as Captain Cook's like dragging him off uh, to the beach to get on a boat and take him away to to kidnap him and hold him for ransom. Um, that the, like the whole island's coming. I mean, there's lots. Of, you know, just eight, nine, you know, whatever, whatever island they were on. There's like hundreds of people coming out, and they're like begging the king, like he means you harm. Don't go with him, you know. Like they're they're right. not even they're not even like doing anything to stop it. They're just trying to come, like make him realize you're in danger. <laughs> I'm in <laughs> danger now. Um, and finally, as the the captain like put him in the little boat and like starting to push the boat out, and he's got like other of his men with him. I assume. Uh, one of the other chiefs just like knocks him over the back of the head with a club, and then they just fucking stabbed his. You know, he's like face down in the waves, and they start stabbing him, uh, and he's dead because he tried to do a kidnapping, which was you know, in any society, you try to kidnap the king, you're you might get stabbed to death. So not a great idea. I'm not not a great idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, but apparently, mm.
2: he he felt
3: he could just walk in there and kidnap the king because there was um like a he's there was a mistranslation of a word. The locals would always shout whenever he showed up. And you know it, in, in the you know, Hawaiian language, there's like only like a couple of consonants. like everything is all vowels, you know. Hmm. And so a lot of words sound alike. And there was a word they always shouted that uh, sounded a lot like their word for like uh, somebody who is like akin to a god. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, I must be a God, because every time I show up, they shout this <laughs> word that, that I've been told means I'm a God. You know, I'm like, I'm above their king, you know, and it's it's like two letters away from being the word that's like warning intruder. And that's what they were actually shouting every time he showed up. <laughs> <laughs> so he like literally right. his, his ego and arrogance of like, oh, I'm just going to march in and take the, like, no, they they're like, oh, he's doing the thing. We always warned everyone to watch out that he's doing. So like, let's kill him. Um, so I just I just love that like that 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 kind of colonial arrogance to think that you're a, a god above these savages and like literally all this time they've known you were a piece of shit and then you prove it and they fucking kill your ass right and there was like, there was like no retaliation because there's nothing that they could do yeah what are you gonna like, do the, like, the British people had, like, the you're, you're, s- you're so far away from England you know and it's like okay well. If you want to bring a, a ship back here in, you know, 40 years, good luck. <laughs> right. Um, right. And, and, of course, they, they really had no resources to exploit, you know, at, at least not at the time. Um, of course, now it's just like, oh, hey, we've got tourism, so let's, we're going to colonize you for that one. Right.
2: So, anyway. Yeah, well, you know, rest in peace to that guy. Rest in peace to Rush Limbaugh. Um yeah, you know, I, Rush Limbaugh is somebody who, you know, uh, for for like any of the younger listeners who aren't familiar, I mean, he's not nearly as popular as as you know uh, prominent as he was. I think when when I was a little bit younger, um, but he used to be like the fucking right wing, uh, you know, measuring stick. Like that's that's the the voice of like your conservative uncle. Like every one of his stupid opinions, he would have gotten from listening to Rush Limbaugh, and he was mm-hmm. just, I mean. You know, to call him just a conservative is is kind of a you know. Uh, he was such a piece of shit. Like he it, he would say shit that like I, I don't think like most like like most people couldn't have gotten away with it. Just somehow was just like like he used to. Uh, somebody pointed out, and I don't even know this, but apparently he used to play. He used to read out the names of um people who died from AIDS. like just just regular people, not like famous people. Not that it would make a difference, but like just regular people who died from AIDS and play like. Uh, like clapping and like bells and horn noises like I was like he just was just such a colossal piece of shit um which is why you know when when Trump gave him the fucking Medal of Freedom which is the highest civilian honor you can give to somebody um a couple of years ago we were so up in arms about it and everyone was so up in arms about it because he's just such a scumbag who's done nothing but uh he, he's done nothing but subtract from like the public discourse he's never you know, given anything positive, he's just put negativity and shit and bile into the fucking world. Um, so the world is a much so, better. So you place know that, it, like right now, NPR
3: dead. is eulogizing him positively, of course.
2: Uh, <laughs> oh, conservative firebrand, free speech advocate, Rush. L- right. I guarantee you, but in well, the in it, the weird hushed Elizabeth Warren voices, not, not even yeah, as yeah, excited the, as I just like did.
3: extra extra loud mouth noises on NPR, and then you know, whispery vocalizations. But I I remember back in like the late nineties when somebody kind of noticed that, you know, whenever he'd go on vacation, Rush Limbaugh, you know, he'd come back and talk about like where he'd been and, you know, like exotic countries he'd gone to for a week on vacation. And somebody noticed that they were always countries that had no age of consent laws, you know, (laughs) it was just like, you know, always, always countries like close to the equator where, you know, if you want a, a, a 13-year-old hooker, you can get that, and that's legal. So anyway, I was on yeah. my buddy
2: Jeff's private island, and you would not believe the service <laughs> I got, <laughs> Yeah, this box of Cuban Havana's. I,
3: yeah, um, just just
2: Ugh, a, a, yeah. a vile
3: discussion in person. I remember mm-hmm. a long time ago, I read a some, – some magazine did an article on him and, like, interviewed his niece, and his niece was like, "Oh, he's actually just like a regular guy, you know. It's just a character he does. It's to, you know, he's not really like that. It's like, who gives a shit what he's right? Really like right? In who person? gives a fuck? The the point is, he's a monster who's turning regular people into monsters and telling them it's okay to laugh and clap when people die of a disease because you don't like that they're gay, right? Right? right. Like just, that. Yeah. That's." Like, really? Uh, so so why don't you like people? Oh, because you're a Christian. You're a Christian. You're a, a, a lover of Christ, and God told you to love all of his children except for the ones that don't want to have children and want a you know, consensual same-sex relationship. That's what it says in the Bible, is to laugh and clap when those people die. Right. So, yeah, just absolutely the worst. And the reason why people don't really know him as much now, you know, why younger generations aren't like, you know, bombarded by him is because right. there's
2: there's there's 50 of him now there's a hundred of him now. right well he created this fucking industry basically of these shitheads you know with with now they have podcasts or, or youtube shows but i mean back then they had they dominated radio talk radio am radio um but now like yeah like you said there's 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 a million of these fucking people um and and they're just they're just omnipresent so he's like this old dinosaur who doesn't really you know even have relevance in that sphere anymore. Um but it, yeah, you know, just just really great to see that he fucking died miserably and painfully uh today uh after a long battle with cancer. Uh couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> um and it definitely softened the blow this week of finding out that Warren Zevon wasn't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame <laughs> because they <laughs> we we talked about this a little bit before we went on air, but oh, they 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 released the <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, they released their nom- the their list of nominees, which includes Jay Z, by the way, for the rock and roll. I I, I, I I know I'm verging on like sounding like an old white boomer, but like does it, does the name literally mean fucking nothing? Like whatever, I, you know. Um, not to mention Jay Z sucks as an MC. He's not nearly even like uh, you know <laughs> somebody I would consider in the top twenty what? for like rap. They're in,
3: they're letting rap music into the rock and roll Hall of Fame. Not on my watch. <laughs>
2: No, I mean, if you want, like, I certainly like, you know, if you're just making the case that like, it's a rock and roll, if it's just a Listen, music hall of fame, I, I fuck, don't, I, I don't mean,
3: give a shit about Jay-Z right. either. He's a fucking, he's a, you know, he's a capitalist whatever. piece of shit. He's right. A capitalist piece of shit.
2: Tupac. Totally. You know, like I'm totally fine with him being in like, he's just actually fucking contributed to culture and society and was a communist and like, you know, actually tried to say something with his music. So, you know, that the, the spirit of rock and roll certainly existed. Whether or not it was actual rock music. But um, but yeah, apparently, like, so every year that, like, they release, and also the Foo Fighters are up for nomination this year, which I'm sure you'll oh, love. God. Oh, God. Um, God. Fuck that
3: stuff.
2: <laughs> Who I like, I've but ever, I, I remember, don't okay, think look, they're, like, listen, a Hall of I, Fame band. I know
3: we're, we're fucking, we sound old as shit right now, but I remember when the first Foo Fighters album came out, and mm-hmm. everyone was like, oh, the Jubber from Nirvana uh, came out with his own album. And the first one was like, eh, this is kind of decent and then like everyone after that i was like Ugh, this is just like well the first late, one was late 90s power pop it Right. there's nothing It wasn't anything good about it so yeah
2: Either, I, 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 I mean there's some good there's some good I, I really i think everlong's a fucking great song but that's also you wrote that in 1997 oh. you know so that was fucking <laughs> um but it's also like the first uh, first ish song i learned on guitar i think i don't know it was it was a while ago but um just, we just no, well, like we lost ten listeners in the last five minutes here. It's fine, it's fine. Um, but no, but no. The first their first record was just like a demo tape he made like right after Kurt died, and then every other record subsequently was just like a, a band record after you. So there's definitely well, a difference in the style. That was,
3: that was the mistake then was
2: polishing the turd too much. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but no, so yeah yeah you know and yeah regardless of who fires birds so like every year that 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 happens that they announce the nominees that people are like oh i can't believe this person's on it and, and someone mentioned that like warren zevon's on it. i'm like wait what the fuck like yeah how the fuck how the fuck do you have some of these these clowns that are in there you know like jethro Tuller, whoever the fuck and and warren zevon one of the fucking great songwriters uh, rock songwriters of the late 70s and 80s uh Really underappreciated, not in the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Just, just insane to me. Um, I mean, I barely
3: even know who Warren Zevon is, and I know probably more about musicians from the seventies
2: and the eighties than I the nineties. But he, so he yeah. did. He was his problem is like he was kind of his own worst enemy, and he had a lot of fucking you know drug issues and shit. So he he really pissed away a lot of his career. But like he was, you know, contemporaries with people like Springsteen, and arguably a much better lyricist. And and it just I think he unfortunately kind of succumbed to like his own fuck ups, but he he was fucking great. And his and his last record, which he made in two thousand two or two thousand three, as he was dying of cancer, like he 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 refused chemo so he could make the record, like so he had enough energy to make the record, like right before he died, is fucking great, like it's unbelievable. And uh, you know I'm glad that he he went out that way and didn't live to see himself doing fucking like right wing jeep commercials and then getting you know outed for getting pulled over for fucking dui like that's you know it it's nice to see at least his career had like a a a nice arc to it rather than Mm. becoming you know hanging around for 60 years and becoming what springsteen has now yeah um but yeah so anyway um well then (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> On that note, uh, so let me pull up the uh, thing here. So, yeah, we got a lot to talk about this week. Obviously, uh, to our friends in Texas uh, who might not be able to hear this right now, uh, they're having a rough go of it. Uh, their uh, fucking state is so right-wing and backwards, the, the state government, that, and I didn't even know this until this this happened, but apparently they're the only state in the country that's not that's completely not t- that's completely like uh, independent and not tied into any other states uh utilities or power grid because they just value their fucking you know capitalist privatization so much they don't want to have to face any federal regulations when it comes to their energy production so of course what happens when you well, that was that was what was up with the owning
3: slaves too they were like we want to keep owning slaves <laughs> right. so fuck you mexico the alamo right. is
2: ours <laughs> so i mean um, I, 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 so yeah. that's unbelievable to me, but like they, so they completely have a completely independent power grid, privately owned, um, and it, it, it's it's this is the shit that you get when you have mass privatization. You have fucking rolling blackouts. You have, uh, you know, thousand percent fucking rate increases. All the shit that they say about socialist and communist countries is actually what happens. In a capitalist country when you're facing a crisis, it's just those countries happen. You know, these socialist and communist countries tend to face manufactured crises that are manufactured by us. Like when when you actually face a fucking real natural disaster, uh, you don't want a fucking privatized capitalist fucking system like this handling basic infrastructure and your basic needs because this is the result. People without power for fucking days in freezing cold temperatures people dying of fucking hypothermia in their houses you know none of the streets are cleared none of the like the, people can't move around they can't get to warm places or warming centers or hotels like it's just it's a fucking disaster and they only
3: got uh, like half an inch of snow so it's not like they can't go places but you know i i did read online that uh you know the big elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about is is that you know once texas was forced to switch all of their energy production over to wind turbines that the the <laughs> right. cold froze the wind turbines the fans right. the fans in the sky that caused cancer <laughs> couldn't spin around and that's why the power ran out
2: well so that's that's of course the narrative that that even the fucking right-wing uh governor uh greg abbott of texas is running with and that's you know the right wing is, is is ran with that narrative and of course you know Surprise of all surprises, it's completely untrue. Um, Texas's, 88% of their energy uh, comes from oil and gas, so it's just preposterous for them to blame any of this on clean energy. Um, I just an image th- in my mind of, of all the people that heard that and you know got in their
3: pick up truck and drove out to the nearest wind turbine and... <laughs> you know like looked for the nearest wind turbine that wasn't spinning started shooting bullets at it <laughs> right. to, to like dislodge the ice you know like true don quixote <laughs> shit like i'm gonna go out there and knock off
2: them icicles from the wind turbine so we can get the power running again. right Ba-ching! um so yeah it, it's total bullshit of course um and not to mention the fact that wind turbines fucking work in cold weather and like Scientists from Antarctica were like sharing out videos of their wind turbines working in Antarctica. It's just, of course, Texas, because they're privatized, have never been held uh, liable or held to account for actually, you know, preparing for weather emergencies. And now that we're in this fucking situation we're in, where we've let climate change run so fucking rampant and global warming run so rampant that. Uh, we get these massive fucking shifts in weather to the point where the entire country is fucking engulfed in this well, insane. Anthony, yeah,
3: I, I, I gotta take issue with you. How could it
2: be global warming if it's so much <laughs> right. colder in the winter time? Right. Yes. Thank you, Boss Hog. Uh, no, I, I believe the reason is actually because of the massive weather shit. The, the uh, What's the term I'm looking for? No, basically, it creates more severe weather. It creates bigger poles, bigger shifts, bigger mm. peaks and valleys. You know, this is the issue is not that literally the the world will be warmer forever. It's just that we're fucking up the balance of the the very delicate balance of all the different processes of the fucking uh, natural cycles of, you know, the clouds and the jet stream and the oceans, like all this shit that we're fucking up. And it's just giving us crazy, unpredictable fucking storms. Right. And so specifically,
3: why we have this huge bulge of polar vortex falling down upon the entire country, going as far south as Texas, and dumping—you know—like here in Chicago, we already had two feet of snow on the ground two nights ago. We got another eighteen inches of snow in one night. <coughs> it's like I've Art. never seen this much this much snow in a city. You saw the pictures I posted, right? Oh yeah. It's it's like there's places where where they do plow the sidewalk there's like on my way to from my apartment to where i go buy alcohol there's like this weird church that isn't really a church but it is a church and they plow their sidewalk until they don't have to and the building next to them doesn't plow at all so the church just like piles up all their snow so there's like this six foot high mound (laughs) that's half a block long that you have to climb over and it's, it's just insane. So, the, anyway, so I don't know if it's the Gulf Stream or the Pineapple Express or like whatever, whatever like air that comes up from the equator that that sort of holds in all the cold air around the air in, in the wintertime. Right. It like that, that flow of air that holds the cold up there is diminished. So the cold just starts kind of spilling down around the whole planet, you know, like the that uh that paint company and their logo is like pouring a bucket of paint over the planet and it's like dripping down. It's like, wait, that's right. not how gravity works in space. Um but that that's actually like like the way the earth spins, that's what happens is that cold air starts to spread out to parts of the of the you know up uh, you know the northern hemisphere where it wouldn't ever actually get that cold. You know, we had the polar vortex a couple years ago. Uh you remember when we were we were recording live when my phone went into like amber alert mode, just you know, you know right. because the entire state of Michigan had a natural gas shortage. It was so cold. It was like negative fourteen. And I was like, oh shit, I'm I might have to I might have to evacuate the show. Uh so yeah, you know, I've been I'm sure there's idiots that are like, oh it's cold now, how come you can't you know, go warm? Um but of course if you have seen the movie Vice and have listened to our review of that film, you know that uh, one of the things Republicans brilliantly did was genius level uh, fuckery was to focus group other words besides global warming to make it more palatable to the public and they're like yeah global warming sounds really fucking scary well what about what about the word climate change like oh i guess that did not sound so bad and like right. so that's like literally what they did and like gaslit liberals into adopting that language in order to you know 30 years later still have done nothing <laughs> right, fucking fossil and it's sti- fuels,
2: and it's funny because it's still it's so ubiquitous now, and so used by people who even like work in like green energy sectors that I think that's almost kind of lost on the fact that that is a is a right wing you know term, but like it, 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 it's crazy how that just became the fucking term for it. Um, liberals love
3: taking on right wing framing on everything, that's true. so I mean, you remember just the other day, uh, Elon Musk wants to offer a hundred million dollar cash reward for whoever comes up with the best <clears throat> carbon capture technology cuz he wants to you know literally pull carbon out of the atmosphere to solve global warming like oh elon i don't know if you know this but they're called trees right right fucking moron <laughs> trees it's called him. the ocean you know where you know where most of the carbon we emit goes it goes in the ocean the right. ocean's storing all of our carbon which is why the ocean's turning into an acid which is what's breaking down the shells of Uh, crustaceans as small as phytoplankton the very bottom of the food chain and once that goes everything above it dies everything on everything is going to die in the ocean right it's also why yeah i was gonna say it's also you know because because people want to fucking drive a car i love right now because like so many people can't there's so much snow that people can't dig their cars out they just there's nowhere to put the snow once you dig it out there's nowhere to put the snow Right, so people are just leaving their cars, and it's just just proof that, like, you don't need that car. You just want to have it, but you don't need it. It's been sitting there for a month unused. So what the
2: fuck do you have it there for? Right.
3: <sighs>
2: fuck. Yeah, and, the fa- you know, you mentioned the fucking oceans. Like, the fact that we're melting all of this permafrost, which has fucking millions of years of carbon captured inside of it uh and is now being released into the atmosphere all this fucking frost all the
3: the methane all the methane up there in iceland and greenland right it's just i just (laughs) sorry yeah the we we say methane but everyone up there says methane or in oh do they really i was yeah so i've I've been so bored during this fucking snow apocalypse and pandemic that i'm just like Anything on YouTube I haven't watched yet, I'll fucking watch it because I'm just like, show me another thing, show me a thing. So of course, because this stupid ass algorithm, it's you know, like, hey, if you love Martin Scorsese, you'll love another <laughs> another Marvel movie explainer because you know how much Martin <laughs> Scorsese loves Marvel, loves him, so right? Yeah, um, but it's it's like every fucking Marvel movie Easter egg breakdown or explainer or whatever the fucking. It's always like a like a, a guy who's like Welsh or New Zealand or Australian or Canadian. It's right. like almost none of them are American. And I was watching one and they, they actually do a good job of breaking down scenes. Like why why DC movies suck and why Marvel movies are good. And like it'll get into like really fine minutiae of, of, of why it is, you know. And it's amazing that. People in the DC world just can't figure out how to fucking tell a story it, in a it's, compelling it's, way. It's
2: really uncapped. It's because they've given the control of it to like three people, and they're all fucking just totally not built for that kind of storytelling. But right. that's a whole well, Marvel issue. did the same
3: thing. They just had the right three people, and you right, know, right. In DC well, no, you, like, it, hey, you let's give it. Let's to have it. a fucking fascist take over this. Right, <laughs> right. Like, let's,
2: fucking... let's, let's see what this uh, this Iron devotee thinks we should uh, <laughs> was, hold up as a heroic on. value.
3: Yeah, just fucking. <laughs> Superman pooping, Um, but uh, I was watching one and it was you know like like YouTube won't show you anything that's older than two or three years old, like its Mm. algorithm just kind of drops off and is like, okay if if it was like a a movie review from 2016, it will never or or earlier, it'll never pop up as like here's what's playing next. Like you, you can find it if you look really hard, but they have about a three four year drop off to what the algorithm will even bother to showing you. And I, something I found something from uh, some Marvel fucking review, Easter egg whatever. Uh, and it was, it was from like 2015, 2016. And it was really, you know, well-produced like as, as YouTubers are getting better and better at, you know, getting clips and getting a license to actually use clips and not have it taken down and everything. And this fucking, the guy, you know, sounded pretty normal, but had kind of a Midwest thing in his voice. Right. Until right. he said the word processing, and he didn't say processing. He said processing. I'm like, ah, Canadian fucker. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't hide that shit. You say processing, They're, you're
2: Canadian. They can hide really well, into, except for like three or four words, right? It, like, yeah, it's processing. It's a boot. It's you know, it, like it, it. They just have like it, almost like an like a seventy percent generic like. American non-ethnic accent until they fucking hit one of those words. You're like, oh, you motherfucker! Oh, no. You had me fooled. Seriously. It's um, like a it's like a fucking vampire, and you're like, <laughs> as soon as they right. walk in front of the mirror, you're like, ah, you're Canadian. <laughs> right, right. Well, speaking of vampires, let's get into Joe Biden because we got a, a couple things we want to get to um, on, on on the Biden front. <sighs> mm. So. It, so I, I guess he had a town hall last night in CNN, which I wasn't, you know, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't know he was doing, but um, he did a town hall in Wisconsin last night, um, and a lot of it, you know, was focused on COVID, and you know, a lot of uh, just, just in general his plans for help, you know, stopping COVID and for vaccinating the public and for you know economic relief, all, all the shit that he, you know, is is supposed to be working on right now instead of playing Mario Kart at Camp David while Shadow President Kamala Harris talks to world leaders on the fucking, you know, on the Oval Office telephone like she's been doing. Um, But, so, that so, you know, I don't know who the fuck thought it would be a good idea to let him do this, like, hour-plus, just uninterrupted fucking town hall where (laughs) where he just had no safety net whatsoever. Um, And I'm sure, you know, the questions were all pre-planned and pre-sent to him, but this is still Joe Biden. We're talking about like the man's fucking cognitive ability is in the toilet. It's been in the toilet. Um, and, and I I think the first, you know, they did a good job in the debates of, you know, jacking him up with enough Adderall and, and the fact that he didn't have to talk every two minutes, like he he could kind of hide a little bit. Uh, this is the first time we've really seen him in this kind of a long form setting since he's got elected. And, Right. All the old fucking habits so, came right back. You
3: know, it, it takes time to synthesize that green serum that you know Logan jacked into his neck and in, in the you know to f- <laughs> go into full berserker mode, uh, right, right. Fight all the bad guys. So you know once they get a, a whole vials worth and they you know Biden you know stick that shit in his vein and send him on out there to tell everybody that he's not going to do shit to help anyone uh, except for if you're lucky. Uh, he'll pick one special person out of the crowd to get the get the COVID vaccine, and then everyone claps right. and cheers, and then we all go home. So and yeah, into a pillow.
2: So I got a bunch of I got a couple clips from the from this town hall, but the one that you just alluded to, I want to play first because um, it's really disgusting, but it also speaks to a broader point about the way liberals view uh, aid and and charity and things of that nature versus the way leftists or communists or socialists view things like that. So I want to play that, and then we'll talk about that
0: what order for, for, i can make recommendations and
2: for Fred- oh, and i should point out because it, it cuts off the question at the beginning um the question was do you have a uh do you have a plan to vaccinate those who are most vulnerable sooner to give them priority
3: what order well and it was hold on so yeah. he's the, the woman who he's talking to is talking about either herself or her kid.
2: I think it was her who's kid. Who's there, who, right. who's
3: like, can't get the vaccine. Like, I tried to schedule my kid to get the vaccine, but we couldn't do it. And so she's asking, like, well, how can you help us? And he's sort of saying, well, I can't help you on a systemic level, but... Right. And then he goes on from there.
2: Right. So here's his answer.
0: What order? For, for, I can make recommendations... And for federal programs, I can do that as president of the United States. But I can't tell the state you must move such and such a group of people up. But here's what I'd like to do. If you're willing, I'll stay around after this is over. And maybe we can talk a few minutes and see if I can get you some help.
2: Let let, let me me just ask you, though. What order? So yeah, great, great. That that that's real fucking helpful. Uh, just you know, again, this is just the, and and this is you know the broader point I wanted to make is this is the way liberals think that pres- that that like that they think that that's a noble moment. He's like, oh, I'll I'll make sure I can get you help, you personally help. This is like the same kind of bullshit as like those like fucking television shows like Undercover Boss, where you have billionaires going on t te- going undercover, you know, harassing their fucking low wage employees, and then at the end of the day, they give three of them like ten thousand dollars meanwhile they continue to pay it's it's a fucking
3: yeah it's it's a lie it's a lie that we tell ourselves it's it's literally it's bruce springsteen pulling courtney cox up out of the crowd on the stage to dance with him, and we all go i'm courtney cox i'm dancing with bruce springsteen and no you're not you'll never dance with bruce springsteen on
2: stage bruce springsteen right um yeah
3: so Look,
2: and great
3: fucking song. <laughs> I I no look, I'll write sort of fire.
2: <laughs> I'll uh I'll I'll write hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll write hard for Springsteen's fucking kind of pseudo pop eighties born in the USA like the, the yeah, dance in the dark, great fucking song. Um but uh, what was I gonna say no so I mean and this is the shit that look look first of all, he has the authority to do whatever the fuck he wants. he's the president of the United States this is an unprecedented global pandemic. We should absolutely have had a federal vaccination program set up uh if not obviously under Trump wasn't going to do it uh that should have been priority number one of biden's incoming administration is to set up a fucking federal vaccination program utilizing the national guard to for logistics to get all of these supplies to all of these fucking, and the postal service who fucking actually has logistical, you know, boots on the ground in every fucking, uh, potential corner of the country, you know, it very underserviced areas, um, to, to plan a mass vaccination drive. Instead, he's leaving it to the fucking hodgepodge, you know, states that like half of them don't even have a fucking functioning federal government, you know, federal, um, infrastructure it, it's just half it, the
3: it, governors don't even believe that covid exists
2: right right <laughs> uh, yeah that's honest. that's a whole nother point right so it, it's just it's a fucking nightmare fiasco like everything in this country because he's leaving it to the fucking right-wing capitalist free market solutions of oh we'll just we'll, we'll just give all the vaccines to cvs and walgreens and what happens is that they fucking suck i'll tell you right now i, I just today i went for a rapid te- covid rapid test at cvs um because I, it's a long story i don't want to get into it but i'm, I'm fine i was negative um but so uh it, it, they're so fucking like it's unbelievable the lack of oversight like so their rapid test system I, I did a drive-through test with them for like a lab test uh like last week or whatever and it was fine. Like you pull up to the drive-through window, you don't really have to interact with anyone. They give you a swab through the, like the little uh, tray or whatever, you know, and you swab yourself. You put it back in, and then you you leave, and you don't act have have face-to-face interaction with anyone. Um, and I mean, that works.
3: My favorite way to swab myself is to just not interact with anyone and then leave.
2: <laughs> um, Sorry. But but that, well, their swab is also not like the the you know stab your brain swab. It's just like an inch into your nostril, which is a lot more uh preferable the doesn't make you feel like you want to vomit out of your sciences. right right so that so that's that was kind of the positive of that now the problem with that was that they couldn't even get a fucking result out of my swab and took six days to tell me but that's all another fucking issue um but the rapid tests are fucking they have a little like room like a pod like a little like like six foot by four foot like little like room outside of the store so you don't go into the store a little
3: peep show room you know right right. lights off it's
2: like a it's like a big confessional booth right and you go
3: in society now
2: (laughs) and you go in and like i was just like this is so fucking stupid to create an enclosed indoor unventilated room where a bunch of people go in and out all day who may have covid take their masks off breathe their fucking it and i'm like again this is not like And but and so the broader point is that the leaving it up to these fucking private companies to do this shit is so asinine and so inefficient. And you look at a state like West Virginia, and they're the only state I believe in the country who gave all of their uh, who who basically tasked their independent pharmacies with vaccinating. Like their vaccination program goes through independent pharmacies. Uh, versus using Rite Aid and CVS, and they have the highest vaccination rate well, in the country.
3: Yeah, and the only reason they did that is because they're like Walgreens and Rite Aid and CVS just apparently don't have many stores in that state. Yeah, because it's a very
2: it, it's it's not a highly populated state, and there's like a right. it's a big state. You know, it's it, so it's a logistically it's kind of mountainous, it, you know, and you
3: can't you know it's right. got a level parking lot right. and everything. Uh, Yeah, well, the CVS nearest to me has had a sign on the door for the last, I don't know, five months saying we don't have the COVID vaccine. (laughs) Uh, And like the fine print on it says we have no information about when we will have it. So basically, it's never coming. Um, And to date, uh, the city of Chicago has vaccinated
2: a whopping 2.8 percent of the population. Just really, we're on track to you know really beat this thing in, in twenty 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 nine. Maybe uh, we'll have everyone vaccinated, yeah. and hopefully there won't and, be fifty thousand new strains know,
3: by then. In fairness, the virus did tell us it wasn't going to mutate into variant strains in the time until everyone's vaccinated. So at right, least right. we can you know catch up to that point. It, it was it's courteous uh, that way.
2: Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so it's, it's a fucking a polite, polite
3: virus. Polite virus.
2: Right. New York state, uh, like my, my, one of my grandmothers has been trying to find a vaccine. You literally, I I logged on to the New York state vaccination site the other day. It doesn't even list sites. It lists counties and all but like Potsdam, New York says no vaccine appointments available. Like no, no time, no date. You just cannot. And they're vaccinating people at like the Jacob Javits center, which is like a massive Convention center in New York City that, like, you could fit like 50,000 people in, and they still have no appointments. So, that, but again, Andrew Cuomo just doing a fucking bang up job. We just found out, you know, that he, and, and this is, I, you know, and I apologize for not looking into this more because it was just floating around in like kind of right wing QAnon circles at first, but turned out to be true, was really fucking like completely shoving people uh, into nursing homes to fucking hide their, their hospitalization numbers and to juice their hospitalization numbers in New York. And he just ended up killing a bunch of fucking senior citizens and a bunch of people's grandmas because he was covering up the fucking horrid, you know, numbers in New York state, which were even more hard than we thought. Um, and one of his aides actually came out a couple of weeks ago, or last week and said, yeah, no, he was totally on purpose doing this to hide the numbers. Um, and, you know, nobody fucking mentions it. His uh, fucking brother on CNN, who has a primetime news show, doesn't mention it uh, a single time, you know, during his fucking news show. Uh, and and he's, it seems like he's just going to get away with it. I mean, there's finally at least Democratic pressure from the New York State Democrats, like in the Senate, to, to get him to fucking resign. But, you know, I'd be shocked at this point if it happened. Uh, I don't think he'll ever win re-election again, but that's cold comfort because he just got fucking reelected so you know
3: it, he, it, it's just oh, he'll run he'll run for national office because the whole rest of the country thinks he did a, a great job and right. stood
2: up to trump and just whatever the fuck right right uh, even though he's literally the same fucking person he he literally like not it's not even that he's blue trump he's just fucking the same fucking person like in almost every way um yeah so let me let's go through a couple more of these biden clips quick uh because they're yeah. just every one of them is a fucking treasure trove of shit um so let's see okay this is him explaining uh that uh black and brown people don't know how to use computers to schedule their vaccines so let's let's hear him explain uh how how they're going to do the uh scheduling processes the
0: uh, the other part portion is a lot of people don't know how to register not everybody in the community in the hispanic and the african-american community particularly in uh uh, rural areas that are distant and or inner city districts know how to use, know how to get online to determine how to get in line for that COVID vaccination at the at the Walgreens or at, at, at the particular store. The, uh,
2: rural or inner city, gee, what, I wonder what, what one group that leaves, the white people that live in the suburbs.
3: People <laughs> like, in inner city, like, what?
2: People in inner cities, like... It, it, Everybody has a fucking phone, right? Like everyone's he's, got a phone. He's, he's a fucking dinosaur. He doesn't know any of this shit. Like he. <sighs>
3: and what do you say about like to to make an appointment at a store? What store well, can you make an, a a COVID vaccine appointment for?
2: At? Well, I think I think in some states like CVS and Walgreens are doing the COVID vaccine. Like you know, none none of the cities because they none of these cities have fucking gotten their shit together. But in smaller states, because again, you know, the stupidness of the way that our federal government is run all this allocation seems to be like every state gets I, I unless I'm totally reading this wrong but like based on what he said gets the same number of vaccines per week like gets like 10 million COVID vaccines per week but that's oh, ridiculous so allocated
3: based on how many senators each state has that's great right,
2: right. So, which is fucking uh, asinine because a state like Rhode Island doesn't need the same number of vaccines that a state like California fucking does like it's insanity but you know again everything our country does is fucking stupid and backwards and antiquated and Oh God! Do yeah. you have the you have the clip about
3: the uh, the student debt clip? Yeah, yeah.
2: That's that. So this is the best um, slash worst thing from this town hall. And again, this whole fucking hour plus town hall was just him yeah. shitting out of his mouth. Um, this but, is a really
3: long clip, so I think we only probably want to play like a, a little bit of the front end of it, actually, because um, he just rambles and rambles and rambles. Right, and rambles right. I'll,
2: I'll cut side. it off, but I want I want to hear sure. at least I want people to hear his explanations for why he refuses to do what this person asks him to do. Um, so yeah, let's play this clip and we'll chat about it quick.
3: For a degree, we need student loan forgiveness beyond the potential $10,000 your administration has proposed. We need at least a $50,000 minimum. What will you do to make that happen?
0: I will not make that happen. It depends on whether or not you go to a private university or a public university. It depends on the idea that I say to a community, I'm going to forgive the debt, the billions of dollars of debt, for people who have gone to Harvard and Yale and Penn and schools, my children. I went to a great school, I went to a state school. Um, but is that gonna be forgiven? So yeah, he's a fucking cunt. I mean, he's, Joe Biden, he, I, yeah, go ahead.
3: He literally is the, the Captain America at the end of Endgame where he's hundred years old. He is that meme. <laughs> He, he is Joe Biden. Hey, Joe, how will you make sure that uh, we absolve at least $50,000 of student debt per person? No, no, no I don't think I no, will. I don't think I will. <laughs> He's Ronald Reagan. He's he, like, no, literally he, channeling John McCain, Joe Biden, and Ronald dude, Reagan. In that I clip.
2: literally was watching those clips, and I was like, this feels so much like Reagan. And not just because of his politics, but just the way he verbalizes and communicates. I was like, this is fucking... Like watching a Reagan press conference, it's unbelievable. He's just so – some people were pointing out, like, I can't wait to see his fucking air traffic controllers moment with the teachers unions who are begging these fucking democratic governors and mayors not to murder them by sending them back into these fucking crowded classrooms without vaccines. How much you want to bet he's going to fucking side... Well, he already has. I mean, he's already said it's totally safe to go to school, but how much you want to oh, bet yeah, he's going to yeah, f- his, try his to force them back in?
3: His, his interview where he said uh, that, that teachers need to go back to work because it's safe, and somebody showed a wide shot of that interview. He was 15 feet away from the
2: person. Who's <laughs> right, him. right. He was yelling across the fucking room to this person. Oh, it's totally this, safe for these kids to be jammed on top of each other.
3: Yeah. And, and he, you know, again, this logic that we can't help poor people if rich people might get help too and right. it wouldn't be fair for people who you know can afford to go to the doctor if people who can't get <sighs> to go too right the, listen right. nobody who went to yale and harvard has student debt they don't have debt do you, like it's if you go to yale and harvard you're wealthy i'm sorry Right, or you right. somehow were 99% just like, of them. Right. You, you were like a fucking genius and you got every scholarship in the world. Nobody goes to Yale and Harvard and has student debt. It doesn't exist. So right. this lie he's told over and over and over, this means testing bullshit. Well, it wouldn't be fair to somebody who's making them, you know, who was a millionaire to get $2,000. That's not fair. So I'm sorry. But if you're poor, you're just not getting that money
2: right so now nobody
3: gets it right right.
2: and 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 again it's they had
3: to they had to put trump on trial for two weeks knowing that that would be a failure uh and then they okay well let's do that get that out of the way now we're gonna get those two thousand dollar checks right nope nope we're taking a week off
2: now because it's valentine's day right and you and it's president's day another fucking totally fake made-up bullshit holiday but um yeah and again it's like you know what this is his this is the fucking boomers to a T. like they're they're uh you know they came up with this fucking lie that like oh you have to go to the best colleges and the imaginable if you ever want to get a good job in this world you have to go to these these elite institutions so people do whatever they can to fucking get into at least decent schools by the way none no private fucking schools like you know yale or not like not there's a a hundreds if not thousands of uh, private non Ivy league schools in this country where tuition is easily like $50,000 a year or it's 50,000 a semester. Like it's just, he has no fucking concept of what people actually fucking pay just to get an education with the hopes of fucking getting a decent paying job, which doesn't exist in this country anymore. It, it's just, it, and somebody also pointed out this week on Twitter that, and I didn't fucking know this and I was shocked and you know infuriated like everyone else credit scores didn't even exist until 1989. Like this whole fucking, the entire like financial system that fucking holds all of us down and prevents us from, you know, building equity or getting a fucking place to, a decent place to live or getting a, whatever, like getting a loan, getting anything you need to get off the ground is all predicated on this bullshit fucking score that I didn't even realize was made up in fucking 1989. So well after all of these fucking boomers Got, you know, where they got and got this fucking, this lifetime equity of having, of owning homes that they could pass down, you know, to future generations and building all this equity and getting retirement plans, which don't fucking exist anymore. They slam the fucking door behind them. And now we're fucking dealing with the pieces. And then Joe Biden has the fucking balls to condescend to us as if we're the ones who are asking for a handout. when we're like, you motherfucker, you, you set up this system. And now this is what we're fucking you know, the the havoc that's being wreaked on, uh, wrecked upon us because of it. So, yeah, he can go fuck himself. Well, he's, he's just...
3: could have, credit scores might seem unfair, but uh, I think you're forgetting that only a couple decades prior, women couldn't even get a credit card in this country. Yeah, so, uh, that was another thing I could not Ruth believe. Thanks to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, now we can have everyone have a credit, sco- credit card
2: and a credit score, so it's fair now. <laughs> That was that was, that was like the eighties almost. I think like early eighties that that became a thing, or <laughs> like late seventies that women could get credit cards.
3: Yeah, no, I I love it. It's like oh, we women want to go into massive debt too. Like that's oh what okay <laughs> like you know like yeah, whatever it, or or just you know in the Arab world it's like oh women want to be burdened with the you know, he, massive cost of car ownership too. Like, are you sure you're on the right track here as far as what you want right, to be? Right, but I mean, with? you know, that, it, it, uh, in like
2: Saudi Arabia's case, it's more of like they need to be able to actually get the fuck away from their abusive husbands, but they can't even do that of in most countries. Of it, course. It, th- but man, you think
3: thing. the traffic's bad here? Go to a country where they just have no traffic laws whatsoever and have no traffic signals whatsoever. It's just like literally a fucking free-for-all. Uh, yeah, well, and like there's now. there's... <laughs> You know, and it's just it's just fucking chaos. And on on a, on one level, like the street should be chaotic, because you want people to just kind of travel in whatever direction, do whatever they want to do. I want to go over there. I want to go over there. And that's worked for thousands and thousands of years until you introduce giant metal boxes that can go, you know, upwards of seventy to two hundred miles an hour. And now it doesn't work. Now it doesn't work. Um, right. But yeah, super scary. Super scary. Um, so yeah, I I, uh, I want to jump into a couple of things here. I had some extensive notes on, or not extensive, but some of my notes here. Yeah, um, let's, and let's get Biden's, to a couple of
2: them quick because I got to get it.
3: Biden's, um, who is this guy? This guy
2: Ducklow. You got some background on him? Or? I, I don't. I think he was just an aide or something. He's he's some staffer. I'm not really sure exactly. What well, he, he was, was one of on. his uh, like senior
3: communications people during his campaign. Right. And he was deputy. Uh, he was the deputy White House press correspondent. So, like, this, the the, the woman who, uh, oh, gosh, what's her name? Paskey? Jen, Jen Pasaki. It might just be pronounced
2: Saki, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. It was like he was one step below her, right? So she had a sick day. I would assume we would see this guy. Uh, and you know how they say that, like, the show Veep, the HBO show Veep with uh, Julius Dreyfus is, is the most accurate... Portrayal of how people on on Capitol Hill actually are, mm-hmm. just like the most vain, petty, stupid, uh, foul mouthed people, you know. Right, and, right. And, this, and this guy proved it because he got a phone call was going to get interviewed by somebody, uh, a reporter who was doing a, a an expose on this guy, a profile on him, and was going to include the fact that he was dating another reporter. <laughs> and his response to being questioned about this was if you print that i will destroy you yep so he threatened he threatened this woman he threatened her and you know biden had said that uh you know anyone that behaves in such a way would lose their job immediately no second chance uh and and he held firm to that by giving him a a week suspension (laughs) one one week without pay (laughs) was his punishment and apparently they, you know, got so much publicity that uh, it was looking bad for, for Biden and his people. So the guy resigned, which means that, you know, they called him up and said, we're not going to fire you, but you need to resign. You need to resign is is how that works. Right. Let him and, leave with dignity. So, he, he earned it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, what's her name? Uh, Saki. Saki. Jen Saki. Yeah. So, I'm never going to say it right. I'm just it's. It's P-S-A-K-I. Right. Pasaki. Uh, she was asked about his resignation, <clears throat> and her quote is just just total fucking gaslighting. Her quote, We are committed to striving every day to meet the standard set by the president, by President Biden, in treating others with dignity and respect, with civility, and with a value for others through our words and our actions. I, I,
2: Right, dignity Uh, and respect. Like we we call that guy fat for asking a question about. So yeah, I want to run through a couple of uh, headlines
3: here and a little bit of text and um, just highlight what Joe Biden, uh, you know, the gold standard of dignity and respect and treating people with civility through our words and actions has has done. So uh, yeah, you you mentioned the time that Democratic presidential (coughs) contender Joe Biden. This is I'm reading just a like part of the uh, article here. On Thursday, calls a man in Iowa a damn liar and fat and too old to vote for him. <laughs> After the man accuses Biden of getting his son Hunter a job with Ukrainian ga- uh, Ukrainian gas company, which happened. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like he fucking got him the job? They admitted right, right. that. Like, it's the, the, you, <laughs> like he doesn't. He's a damn liar because he brought up a thing that was highly covered in the news. Um, and then there was the time that um, he was... It was after he had compl- came in, like, fifth place in the Iowa caucus, mm-hmm. and a a woman who was, I believe, a, a student uh, asked him, you know, how he planned to make up for that, that huge catastrophic loss, and he said to her, have you ever been to a caucus? No, you haven't. You're a lying, dog-faced pony soldier, <laughs> which nobody had any fucking clue what the fuck he's talking about. He calls her a liar because she, like... A liar about what? Right. What did she lie about? She asked him a question about how his poor performance in the Iowa caucus. Um, so just running down here, some more headlines. Uh, Joe Biden insults Pennsylvania, uh, who don't support him, calls them chumps. Uh, another headline. Awkward moment when Joe Biden gets flirty with nurse. That was just last week. Uh, Joe Biden insults voters about his IQ. <laughs> uh Biden. Um, oh yeah, then he was on that that uh, interview where he said, "If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black." Right. Just yeah. a Just dignity, a measure of respect. dignity
2: and respect.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm just gonna say it. Tara Reid. Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
2: <laughs> yeah. He showed her uh, a lot of respect.
3: Um, another headline. A uh, second woman says ex-VP Biden touched her inappropriately. It was the time he walked up behind a woman, and started rubbing her shoulders, and kissed the back of her head. Yeah.
2: Totally normal
3: shit. Uh, totally normal. Totally normal. Just respect and dignity with our words and actions. <sighs> so, the last one here: headline, how many insults are black voters supposed to take from Joe Biden? Uh, this is, I'm just going to read a little bit of text here. This is from uh, about a year and a half ago. Last week at a convention for black and Hispanic journalists, a black reporter asked Joe Biden whether he has taken a cognitive test. This was Biden's response. No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying to you, before you got in this program, you're taking a test whether you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are you a junkie? He said this to a black woman. Right, right, right. And just imagine if Trump had said that. Just imagine if Trump said to a black woman, have you taken a drug test to prove you're not a junkie? Right, right. And you're taking cocaine. I mean, it would have been the only thing that the news had talked about for weeks until he said something else crazy. But it's like it, like completely, Joe Biden got a pass on every single one of these. It never disqualified him. Every single scandal and, you know, just racist fucking thing he said. Um, it was a clip, we didn't play this one, but the clip where he's, uh, he's like, can you believe that, you know, only a few years ago, uh, in, in just a few years, like now we're to the point where like, one or two out of every six commercials on TV has a biracial couple. Isn't <laughs> right. that progress, America? Right. It, like, literally, it's... Oh, it's he's,
2: so such a piece of shit. he's such a piece of shit. I mean, he's, you know, he was one of the biggest pieces of shit I think has ever fucking held this office in modern times. I mean, I, you know, we're not going back to slaveholding times, but, like, in my lifetime, you know, and, and they were all fucking pieces of shit, but I, he's just so, like, arrogant and fucking sure of himself. Like... It, he he's kind of like Bush in that way, like he's just so arrogant and sure of himself when he's a fucking r- wrong, idiotic, ignorant asshole. Like it, it's kind of incredible, but he's not as dumb as Bush. He doesn't have that excuse to fall back on. Like he knows what he's doing. He's just he's just willfully fucking wrong and ignorant about it. But goddamn, I just. Well, you know what? I was going to say, I can't take four years of this, but we probably won't have to because it already seems like Kamala Harris is the functioning uh, acting president of the United States at this point. So that's, that's a whole nother fucking...
3: I don't know. It's, functioning is a, is a... Stretching it a little bit there. I mean, she gets to call people, but like, do you think she actually dials the number? Like, it's <laughs> This is just... I mean, it is a whole apparatus that functions for these people. They don't do anything. Right, of course. They're just... They're, they're a wax figure that can talk once in a while. Right. That's all they are. They have no agenda other than <sighs>
2: give Israel what it wants. Uh, you know. Make sure you don't give more <laughs> m- poor people any kind of respite from the hellscape that we've created for them. That's that's the yeah. most important thing.
3: And, you know. And then we got uh Jill Biden. Oh my god, this was where, where the fuck was this thing?
2: Well, she posts on Twitter that she, yeah, the the, the fucking uh, you know, uh, the the heart fucking decorations on the lawn of the White House just so she could, you know, show that she really cares about us by continuing to fucking assist her husband and lying to us about why we don't need health care. She, she's, you know, I, I, fuck. I, I just can't take these people.
3: I don't know. Jill Biden. Oh, yeah. There's the headline I was looking for. Jill Biden uh, went shopping wearing a scrunchie in her hair and so many people felt seen.
2: Like what? <laughs> what? This, this is the kind of shit, again, you know, they make fun of fucking state media in like North Korea or China or any of these countries where like, oh, well, they just show unbelievable deference to their leaders and they fawn over them. This is fucking embarrassing. Like you should be embarrassed as a fucking journalist to write a headline like that about anybody in power. I don't give a fuck who it is. Like that's when
3: you when you use that phrase like oh you know I feel so seen like it's usually in reference to some kind of actual representation. Right. There's there's you know like oh as a, as a scrunchy American you know <laughs> yeah it's, I, I you heard me right I wear a scrunchie in my hair I'm a scrunchy American. Right. Uh, I, I just I felt so represented by Joe Biden when she did that yeah so she puts up this fucking tacky ass lawn art on the white house lawn for valentine's day uh, and emilia got blasted for it rightly so and it's like what are you what the fuck are you doing like <laughs> it looked and it was like it was just words like words on hearts right like, like you respect a few, few feet wide them. yeah it was it was like the the, the tackiest live love laugh bullshit <laughs> right um And it was, you know, it looked like she bought it at fucking Target. And then it turns out, like, she made them herself, which was even sadder because it's like, like, this is what you have to do with your day is like sitting there painting the word faith on a giant fucking heart in like tacky, you know, cursive writing that no one actually writes in anymore. Like, that's what you're doing with your time. Like, shouldn't you be, you know going to africa and picking up poor kids and holding them for the camera like shouldn't you be doing something like that
2: right and and joe biden's sitting there playing fucking mario Kart at camp david meanwhile uh we still haven't gotten these fucking two thousand dollar checks that were promised to go out the door immediately uh not like there's a rush or anything joe not like people are fucking waiting on this to make their fucking rent payments or anything you fucking piece of shit like it it, it, the, the, this is the fucking Marie Antoinette administration, and this is all we're gonna get for the next four years. So you know, buckle the fuck up because this is just a preview. <laughs> That's of my line, what's to come. huh?
3: <laughs> That's my line. Buckle the fuck up. I was oh, right. Uh, <laughs> I said it last week's episode. Actually, you mm-hmm. know, I mean, he's at Camp David, right? Camp David is like the military retreat. It's like so the vacation
2: speak. home, military. Yeah, yeah, whatever. but it's
3: it's like when they when they have to do like military stuff, they go there sometimes. Like they'll they'll invite, they'll have like peace talks between, you know, rival countries. They'll go to Camp David and be like, "Hey, let's all hang out." Uh, so th- this this headline uh, published while he was at Camp David, Biden administration likely to keep U.S. troops in Afghanistan amid escalating violence and stalled talks. Yeah, so this is. This is Joe Biden that tweeted out in 2012 that all of our troops would be out of Afghanistan by 2014. Right. Who is now the president in 2021, seven years later, saying we're gonna we're gonna surge the troop numbers up again in Afghanistan.
2: Well, see, what you don't know, comrade, I, like I understand your criticism, but what you don't know is why the reason he's not getting us these these survival checks is he's actually building a time machine in the Oval Office, and what he's going to do is he's going to go back to 2014. And beat the shit out of the congressmen who voted against, you know, turn, closing Guantanamo Bay and uh, and uh, bringing the troops home. So he's going to make sure that the troops <laughs> are retroactively brought home by 2014 once he creates this yeah, time machine.
3: I, I saw that uh, he, they announced that he uh, uh, plans to close Gitmo
2: uh, by the end of his administration. <laughs> i think I, yeah. I he either is just sundowning and like repeating things that he heard you know at 12 years ago or or he's just fucking um it, like he's just totally lazy running back the hits like running back the, the fucking obama 09 2010 yeah. fucking hits and he's just like oh this will work that work it worked then why the fuck you know play what you know you know
3: <laughs> like just fucking, i mean yeah, you know, just just like Obama yeah. said he's going to close Gitmo by the end of his administration, and uh, never did, Right. never did. Um, it's this 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 notion, like if you're if you say you want it, you're going to do it by the end of your administration, aren't you kind of saying that you could do it right now? Yeah, like what, 100%. Why, why can't you do it right now? They're they're admitting that it's a political football, and they don't actually like we know it's unethical to have a torture prison uh, on. You know, in another country, ostensibly, and we know it looks bad, and we know it you know violates the Geneva Convention on human rights but uh, we do we know you know we got a, that that slim margin that one percent of Republicans that might vote for us in uh two thousand twenty four who really really like torturing Muslims at gitmo um we don't want to lose them it might be a little controversial with that that you know, thin blue line there. So we don't, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do that. Right. We might do it at the end once we have, you know, have no other reason to, except then it might
2: hurt the next incoming. But then you have zero so. political capital. So we're when not going to do it. Right, right. You have no political capital when you're leaving office. The only thing you can do is pardons, which is... Well, if there is anyone who loves to waste political capital, it's the Democratic Party. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I think that does it for us this week. Um, Now,
3: I had one more thing I wanted to get to, and I'll be real quick about this. Uh, So even though people are struggling uh, desperately right now, uh, the Chicago Tribune's editorial board put an op-ed saying that Illinois, the state of Illinois, where Chicago resides, should not get any stimulus from the federal government. You heard that right. We don't need it. We don't want it. We don't want help. Don't help us because we're not hurting here. So, quick paragraph here. Uh, the downturn caused by the coronavirus pandemic appears to be ebbing. And as more and more Americans get the COVID-19 vaccine, remember, only 3% of Chicagoans have gotten this, more and more, uh, the economy should make a strong comeback. Forecasts ex- uh, forecasters, forecasters expect real GDP growth this year, at about 4%, a robust performance by anyone's standards. It, like, I, I don't know how many times has the GDP uh, helped you out, Anthony?
2: Oh, all the time that's you know when i i don't even check my bank account i actually just check the gdp to see if i'm gonna be able to you know get groceries this week yeah like whatever money i
3: made last year i'm gonna make four percent more this year because the gdp went up right
2: that's how how it works that's how wages work that's
3: that's, you know stocks record dow a good thing because i have you know i'm like one of all americans that has money in the stock market oh wait only half americans have money in the stock market okay well never mind so they continue here um uh, So this says, uh, steering by looking in the rearview mirror is a bad approach. Wow. It's literally just like, we're not looking backward, we're looking forward. Like, uh, don't worry about all those mistakes we made. Don't worry about that body you just ran over. Keep driving forward. (laughs) (laughs) Never look back, baby. Never look back. Congress should recognize that the worst of the crisis is behind us. How can you fucking say that?
2: We we literally are at record-high cases, and there's a bunch of fucking infectious variants. Like, the the worst is behind us,
3: Uh, and they should tailor the package to take account of the improvements that are on the horizon. Improvements on the horizon. So they're literally saying, like, those improvements haven't happened yet, even though the worst is behind us. So it's like like a double... You know, we're just in—we're in the center where you know there's no good things or bad things, but just you know, prosperity is just around the corner. Um, And this is this is just insane. Uh, This last sentence here—it's not clear that Americans need another round of stimulus payments. Just to process those words, it's not clear. We're not sure if America needs help or not right
2: now. If you you know uh, if you write an article like this, you should have to go with a megaphone to like the middle of inner city Chicago and just like read this article out verbatim and just well, see if you this
3: is you're... why they have an op-ed. This is why they have a, a, an op-ed board so that nobody has to put their name on it. Of course. Because they would be hunted down and killed.
2: Right, right, right.
3: So, and even when you go to look at who makes up the op-ed board, there's a paywall just to see who's on the op-ed board. Who to see who's on the editorial board, so I ran it through one of my browsers. that has got a VPN, and like occasionally it'll get through a paywall for me. Um, and, and it's literally, it's like I want it's probably like a dozen white people and like one black Republican, right? <laughs> and they they're all who's from not the a business monolith. community. Who's definitely not a model exactly, and they're they're all from fucking business, and they all have like some story about oh I start out working in the in the. You know the the printing room. You know, fifty years ago, like okay, so like that's where you started when you were sixteen. But how long have you been been a millionaire? Well, the last forty five years, right? But, okay, so so yeah, so it's not clear that Americans need another round of stimulus payments in the amount of fourteen hundred dollar per person, on top of the six hundred approved in December and the twelve hundred in the spring, which I never got any of. I never. As somebody who's been out of work for a while because it's pandemic, and somebody who's always been working class, I got none of that money. Right. So uh, yes, I desperately need that fucking help, you pieces of shit. And this is the, this is the, so they they say you know uh, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't steer by looking in the rearview mirror. That's a bad approach. We're doing fine. We don't need help. Well, this is a funny thing that I just also noticed in the news. Just last week, <laughs> the Chicago Tribune is being sued for $4.8 million in unpaid rent for their offices. <laughs> Seems like somebody so, could use
2: a stimulus payment, right?
0: Yeah,
3: it's Fucking like, oh, we're doing fine. <laughs> we're doing fine. We don't have any problems paying our bills. Oh, that, that $5 million in rent we haven't paid for the last two years? No, that's just a disagreement with the landlord. Right. I, I mean, the, the, just the sheer audacity to, to print something this horrific... Something this auto touch and tone deaf, when they themselves are, are going to have to move out of their they're, literally they're moving their offices, preparing to move their offices right now because they can't afford the rent anymore, <laughs> and they're about to be bought by some. Uh, they're about to be bought by some other uh, parent company that's like a hedge fund manager that's known for you know. Trimming the fat, so they're about to get downsized as they're forced out of the headquarters because they can't afford the rent anymore. Unreal. <laughs> and they're still their editorial board, fucking golden parachute editorial board, is still like, nope, we're doing fine. Nothing's nothing to see here.
2: We're all in this together, and everything is grand. Unreal. <laughs> All right, well, um, all right, that wraps us up for this week. But, uh, you know, if you want to support the show, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left. We have Facebook at facebook.com slash move left idiots. Merch available at tinyurl.com slash move (laughs) left pod. Um I to Patreon, Patreon. Patreon.com slash move left. Uh, oh, the show's on Twitter at move left pod. I am on Twitter at move underscore left. And I, as I am, as, as I am,
3: fuck, as am I. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Jesus. Uh, I'm going to go put on some more and I'm on Twitter at bike slutty.
2: All right. We'll see you next week.
1: Excitable boy, they all said. And he put the pot roast all over his chest. Excitable boy, they all said. Well, he's just an excitable boy. He took in the.